But right now, a massive win this afternoon for those challenging vaccine mandates, and there's a fair few of them. Uh, the High Court in Wellington has ruled that the mandates were not reasonable. No, a mandate, I should say, a mandate for the police and defence force was not reasonable or justified in a free and democratic society. The decision is not against vaccinations. Indeed, uh, Justice Francis Cook ruled that while the vaccine has a significant benefit to limiting serious illness, he did say, though, it's less effective in reducing infection and transmission of the virus, which means things change under Omicron. It also stated that the defence and the police had the situation under control without needing a mandate. So police say they are now considering the decision and have stopped terminations of employment in the meantime. So Ryan Yardley is a detective senior sergeant who took the case to the High Court and he joins me now. Congratulations, Ryan. Cool. Thank you very much. What does it mean for you? A job back? Most definitely and a lot of pressure off. (laughs) So, So what did you take from the decision? Oh, I think it just says a lot about the fact that everything is changing. Um, the the science, the, the needs for mandates across the board has just moved on from where we were six months to two years ago. We've learned so much with with COVID, and I think we might have been a little bit behind the eight ball where, where the laws were sitting, and I think this is just showing that we're taking to the court with the right thing to do. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point because reading it, Justice Cook says the mandates are no longer proportionate. Uh, given the risk that Omicron poses to everyone, vaxxed or unvaxxed. So that means as soon as Omicron came, the mandates were immediately different. You know, would they have been okay under Delta? It was always our position that they weren't. Um, For the police and defence force, there were so many jobs within the police um, that could be done without any kind of public contact. So to mandate the entire workforce was always, I think, well out of kilter with what needed to be done. It was just sort of overboard. Yeah. Um, and that was a big part of our argument. And the fact that Omicron's come along now, it's the elephant in the room. It's a big game changer for, for everyone. And I think it's just a bit of a signal to the you know, public, public sectors that, hey, we need to have a look at our health and safety risk assessments and have a, really, have a good look at what, what we're doing with our employees and t- keeping themselves safe. I talked to one of your lawyers over the course of uh, today, and he was telling me that before the mandates came in, the Defence Force had already started uh, negotiating with those people who wanted to be unvaxxed. They'd negotiated with people who uh, they decided could work from home. But as soon as the mandates came in, they had to sack him. So this is, this is an example that Defence and Police had the situation under control, didn't need a mandate. So why would the government and the health department and whoever makes their minds up about this, why would they even think the mandates were necessary in the first place? Oh, I don't I don't have an idea why they thought this was necessary. I mean, look, look at my personal position. Um, sort of 99% of my work was office-based. Um, so I have very little contact face-to-face with the public. Um, so a mandate had very little effect on me and the workforce. And there's so many different places that. Um, so the whole idea of sort of a blanket mandate on all sworn staff was just well out of kilter with what was needed. And that was a big part of why we took this to court. It just didn't align with well out of proportion. So do you think Michael Wood, who was the minister in charge of this, was just ideologically motivated to get a law in place to, to just to, sh- I don't know, some sort of virtual signalling? Oh, I don't I don't know why why this comes through. Obviously, they had some advice from somewhere, but I, I mean, I think they got it wrong. And I think this court case that goes through shows that I think they did get it wrong. Yeah. Okay, so the decision only relates to police and Defence Force staff. So will this spur on others? Have you heard from others, teachers, midwives, the health, uh, health area, whatever? Have they wanting, are they wanting to take a, an action as well? 
I haven't heard from anyone in particular, but I'd imagine this sort of opens a door um, for everyone to have a look at it. And that's why I mentioned about the, the public sector as well. Those councils that have put mandates out in relation to everyone and and so forth, they all need to sort of take a hard look at this judgment and realise that, hey, Omicron is a game changer and we need to uh, shift our thinking and move forward. Ryan, congratulations. Thank you so much for your time. Ryan Yardley, who is a detective senior sergeant, well, has been until the virus and the mandates came along and hopefully will be again. And I thank you so much.